2: What do you say? I couldn't say it better myself. <laughs> hey, welcome to the Rock and Roll Handyman Show. My name is Buddy Slowick, Mississippi's handyman, just here just having a ball. Uh, I'm going to talk for a couple hours about taking care of your home and your property and how things have changed in the industry and just whatever you want to discuss, we will discuss. You can get in touch with us by phone. Our uh, super talk call-in line is 888 808 Eight six three seven, And if you'd like to just text us, you can do so by texting 601-879-4395, and uh, we'll be happy to uh, address your situation, whatever it may be. Well, riding around and looking at new construction, uh, pretty much everybody has looked at what they call house wrap every house that's being built and even in commercial buildings you'll see some sort of wrapping uh, which looks like a a paper wrapping around the house it's not really paper it's house wrap is a a specialized product that works pretty well Uh, house wrap is basically a weather resistant barrier it keeps the existing building material from getting wet and if installed correctly Mm, and we'll talk about that in a minute. It can also be an air barrier to prevent air from getting in your house. Now, moisture can evaporate through house wrap, and and therefore, it makes it a really good product because not only does it stop rain from wetting your 2x4s and 2x6s and whatever your floor joist may be, but if moisture does get in between your sheathing and the house wrap, it evaporates out of the house wrap. Uh, now, that's a slow process, but not much moisture gets past house wrap by itself. Um, it's available like in nine foot uh, tall and a hundred foot long rolls. And it's basically supposed to be used with a uh, house wrap tape, which is the same. It's like three inches wide and it tapes up all the seams of house wrap. Now, I said it can be uh, an air barrier. Well, Here's the situation. Most house wrap in this day and age is put up with, and that's that's the white stuff we see on buildings. Some of it says Tyvek on it, which is a brand name. Some of it may say the company's brand, which is, you know, uh, 84 Lumber or Friersons or, you know, all, I, I don't mean to leave any lumber yard out, but... There's a lot of people that have their logo on there, and uh, they buy the house wrap that way. House wrap is a great product, and it's required by code to put on every building, but it's not always put on correctly. Like I said, most times it's just stapled on, and generally speaking, it may sit for a long, for a pretty good while before the siding is put up against it and, and really making it w- worthy of what it's supposed to be. The problem with stapling it up is the wind gets in through those little staple holes and with expansion and contraction, uh, this house wrap kind of balloons out from the house a little bit, and it's not the air barrier that it's really meant to be. Now they do make a house wrap that is self-sticking, that has a mastic on the back and it's just applied by, a, by pressure and self-sticking, and that's a pretty good product. But I believe it's more expensive than regular house wrap. So therefore it's not used as much. Uh, but the problem with uh, but using the staples, you know, you need to tape all the seams, you're supposed to tape all the seams, and also if you use staples to put it up, all the staples need to be covered with tape on them, which isn't done, which is uh, almost prohibitive to do because it takes so much time to do something like that. So therefore house wrap is put up. And it does still create a, a that barrier that it's supposed to create, but to work 100 percent, it really needs to adhere to the housing. And you know, you've heard me talk a lot about uh, uh, modular homes, and we will I, I do promise we'll have that person on board to talk about modular homes somewhere in the future. But when they put on a house wrap, it's done in a controlled environment, in a building, in a warehouse and the house wrap is put up correctly and taped and seamed and, and and there are no voids so it works really well it works better as a matter of fact than stick built housing but house wrap is used pretty much everywhere and that's what that white stuff that we look at most of it is white that we look at around houses and we go why are they wrapping that house with paper or newspaper why don't they just use you know just let it go but that's what house wrap is is a protective barrier a weather resistant barrier and it does it does what it's supposed to do. Uh, the self-adhering is supposed to be a better product and works a whole lot better as far as house wrap is concerned. But there is some uh, conversation about will the mastic that holds it in place decay after a period of time, get brittle, and actually not do the job anymore? Um, that's an unknown. but. Uh, uh I think house wrap is a good thing and I think it's a good addition to uh, b- b- lumber as far as lumber is concerned, and it does help a more uh, resistant type home, which I think is a good thing. So house wrap, house wrap, yeah, it's a good thing and it it, it is an ad. It's an ad that we use all the time on all the houses around. Uh, and if you are having a house built and they're wrapping it with a house wrap, Keep in mind, there are many different levels of house wrap available in many different brands. Uh, So you might do some research into that just to get a good idea of what house wrap is doing, how it's put up, whether it's put up to stay. And house wrap, a lot of times, if it's left up for like, two or three months before the siding or even two or three weeks before the siding is put up and it's just stapled up a lot of times that house wrap the wind will blow it away from the siding from the sheathing and when it's blown away from the sheathing The builder will go ahead and put the siding up and not worry about putting it back in place. Uh, And if they do, they just haphazardly put it back in place. And it's not doing the job that it's supposed to do. So house wrap is a good thing, but it must be installed correctly. I believe in that totally. Uh, And that is something that I think uh, you'll find really can add to the resilience of your home. House wrap, good stuff. It really is. And uh, just thought I'd talk about that a little bit. Something that comes up kind of regularly on this program, and I think we should mention it a little bit is algae stains on asphalt roofing uh they're all over the place i mean they're i mean you can just about look at any house and it's got an algae stain on there somewhere, even though the shingles that they're making today. Have an algae resistant coating on them, uh, which is supposed to prevent the algae, and it works for a period of time, but after a period of time, it also washes off, uh, and therefore, you'll have algae creating through this product. Uh, the best way to deal with algae on roofing is a product called Wet and Forget. And what that means is you actually, it comes in a concentrate, you put it in a a garden sprayer, and you need to spray your entire roof down with it. The trouble is with that, you have to get up on the roof to do that in a lot of places, and uh, a lot of people won't get on their roof, so delegate, <laughs> or hire, uh, get somebody to do that for you, uh, because it really can help, wet and forget. Works like this, you put it on, and gee, the algae didn't go away, but give it three, four days to do its work, to do its job. You just you don't rinse it off. You just wet and forget it. Just wet it down and just don't worry about it. And it will provide, uh, not only remove the algae that's up there, but also put a resistant coating on your roof to prevent algae from coming back again. Wet and forget. Good product. Uh, And again, I guess we need to get them to send us a check, huh? Come on, Daniel. The what? Don't we we need to get wet and forget to send us a check? <laughs> I mean, as much as we we promo them, but they're a good product. It is a good product, and I want to just I do think that everybody needs to know that it is a good product and it works very well, and it works also uh, anywhere. This algae it works on on driveways and on on walkways, and uh, wet and forget works really well. That's just something that. Uh, but it's having said that, I will mention that it, it is. Somewhat costly. I mean, it's not not prohibitive by any means, but it's somewhat costly, so uh, it, it definitely can cost something to put on. Uh, but, in the end, it's worth it, indeed. It surely is. Well, a note from the year 2019, where there was some um, investigating done, uh, they were talking about building more resilient housing. And I'm sure since 2019, things have changed since then. But we're still running into the argument that the industry or the builders themselves are are a little reluctant to do that because they can't afford to build a more resilient housing across the whole spectrum and make money still on the housing. But evidence points this way. Every dollar we spend on creating a more resilient home saves four dollars in the actual recovery. So there's definitely an extreme cost benefit here. Uh, Dealers can help by promoting or selling like wind resistant roofs, fire treated lumber, elevated building designs, solar powered solutions, using hurricane straps, everywhere they're recommended Uh, and we do use hurricane straps in some places uh, and some places mandate that they are actually used for particular areas but if you use hurricane straps on an entire house all the way up to where the house is secured to the foundation where the upstairs is secured to the downstairs where the roof is secured to the framing and it's all like built as one particular structure Rather than a a piecemeal, whether the, the the foundation is not properly secured to the to the sheathing or the or the building upstairs, and it's all just piecemeal, then it's going to be more prone to uh, wind and and tornado trouble than it would be if it were if it had hurricane straps. A house built with hurricane straps can withstand an F2 tornado totally without any damage at all. Uh, Whereas a house without them can have the same storm strike them, and you'll have damage. You'll have damage for sure. So, it, yeah, it, you have to really consider that. Is it is it proper to spend more money in building resilient houses? Well, as we have seen, more and more flooding is taking place. More and more fires are taking place. More and more extreme weather seems to be taking place. So I think it's time that we started thinking about a more resilient type housing. I think the industry is actually doing a lot of research into that situation, and as far as the people who manufacture the products, and they are beginning to understand that this is a necessary thing. But the builders aren't grabbing hold of that because, again, it's going to cost extra money, and a builder right now at this point in time he can't afford to build a a $300,000 house that's going to cost him 3,000 I mean uh, a $300,000 house and have it cost him $350,000 because he can't afford to put that extra money into it because it'll be harder to sell to the guy who's selling a house next door for that was built for $300,000. It will cost more. But there's benefits in that cost. There's a lot of benefits in that cost. Um now, the insurance companies haven't grabbed hold of that yet, uh, the, the more resilient type housing. So it's not that it's going to, in some cases they have, in, in, in very slight cases they take that into consideration, but not generally speaking. Generally speaking, insurance companies don't grab onto that just yet, so uh, that's important that we do that. It's important that we build a more resilient type house, and I think we'll see more of that in the future as time goes on. Uh, That sounds like a song, as time goes on. (laughs) I think it is a song, I don't know.
5: I think it is, it's just I don't remember the title of the song. What's wrong with you, Daniel? Why don't you remember? You're supposed to know this stuff. (laughs) I know, but... My mind's my just everywhere else
2: today. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody out there in Radioland knows, as time goes on, what song that is, text it to us let us know, because we can't seem to come up with it right here and right now. Uh, text line is 601 And this is the Rock and Roll Handyman Show. Hey, let me tell you a minute about Revel Ace Hardware. Man, they are just such a great store. Revel Ace Hardware I was talking to... Uh, one of our sales reps who uh, deals with Revelace all the time, and of course I do, I, I go to Revelace probably once a week one at one of their stores or other, because uh, they have the stuff, believe me, they've got the stuff that you need to fix up your home, whether it's a hardware item or whether it's a uh, outdoor power equipment. They've got all the material they'll ever need, plus customer service like next to none. They take care of business. They want to make sure you're happy and you're smiling and that you come there one time to get what you need, and you get what you need. Uh, Need you find out uh, what you need, and and you go home with the products that you want, and you haven't paid any more for it than what you'd pay by going to a big box center. And as you all know, that can be somewhat of a hassle. So um, you know, even though. There are definite things that I buy at big box centers because I know where they are. I need very little help. I can go directly to it and get what I want and get out of there. Uh, whereas if you go there with a whole lot of questions, uh, you may get the proper answer, but there's a chance you may not. If you go to Revel Ace Hardware and ask a question, you're going to get an answer, folks. <laughs> They're going to be able to help you any way they can. Revel Ace Hardware. The good guys in the hardware business, they know what's going on, uh, and they will help any way they can. Revelace. Go see my friends at Revelace here in central Mississippi. They have stores all over the place, open from 7 in the morning till 6 at night. Revelace Hardware. All right, I think Daniel found something.
5: Okay, so I looked it up. I don't think there is a song called As Time Goes On, but there is a song called As Time Goes By by Dooley uh, Smith, I think. Uh, let's see.
2: Whoever Dooley Smith is.
5: No, Dooley Wilson, Arthur Dooley Wilson from a movie called
2: Casablanca. Oh, okay. <laughs> no wonder I don't know. Casablanca was a long time ago. It was a great movie, though. Uh, well, all right. Thank you. Thank you for that. We appreciate it. No problem. So um, there we, we 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 almost hit the nail on the head, but we missed it just by a little bit. We do that sometimes. That's the way things go. All right. What what where did that segment go? Oh well, who knows? Coming up next, we've got Trey from Bulldog Construction gonna be on the phone with us talking about what Bulldog Construction is all about. So you stay right here in Super Talk, listen to the Handyman Show. We do it from 10 to 12 on Saturdays and welcome you to be a part of it right here on Super Talk, Mississippi.
7: No-Drip Roofing and Construction, online at nodripms.com. Whatever Mother Nature dishes out, No-Drip Roofing and Construction can take care of it. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. Monster
3: Jackson is sacking the competition with an all-out savings blitz. (laughs) you'll feel like you just scored a touchdown with the savings we're offering on every new and pre-owned Mazda in stock. Get 0% financing for 36 months on all new monsters. That's 0% on every new Mazda in stock. Plus, get your first year of oil changes on us with every new monster purchase. There will be no false starts when it comes to your credit approval. Our team of credit specialists are here to get you approved. No matter your past credit history, 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Have a trade-in? Bring it in, and we'll give you top dollar for it, even if you don't buy a vehicle from us. And buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty. So come in today because we're blitzing the competition and saving you big at Monster of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our own new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. Mazdaofjackson.com
8: With Kirk and also a mobile studio for details.
2: going on right here at Super Talk Mississippi. Uh, I've got a, a text from Mike from Richardson, and we will get to you, Mike, after this segment, because right now we've got on the phone with us Trey from Bulldog Construction, and we want to talk to Trey and find out what's going on. Good morning, Trey. Morning, buddy. How you doing? I'm doing great. Yourself? Doing well. All right. Uh, Bulldog Construction. Uh, I guess the term is a little... It would mislead a lot of people because they think you like... Work a lot with two by fours and build stuff, and you know you're capable of that, but that's not really what your business is focused on, is it?
9: No, no I'm more of a civil uh construction contractor uh we do a lot of uh heavy concrete and dirt work and uh, have a specialty uh division with a polyurethane home um, well capability or division so we do a number of different things, mainly outside.
2: Yeah, the foam division is really what is creating a lot of interest because you can do things like level sidewalks and make pool decks the way they should be. And and, and uh, how does that work? Explain that a little bit to us.
9: Sure. So we have a uh, uh, what's called a plural component polyurethane. So it is very similar. If the average listener understands, uh, spray foam insulation. So when you spray something to mix two chemicals together, you get a reaction that creates an expansion. Right. Well, we have the same product, but it's a geotechnical polyurethane designed to be made uh, or utilized um, underground or underneath something. Right. So it's got lifting capabilities to level sidewalks, to level buildings, to level driveways, uh we use it for the highway department to level bridge buttons and approach slabs. So, eighteen wheelers drive on top of it every day. The average car drives on it every day. So, mm. uh, it's a very interesting product.
2: It's a very strong product, and yet it doesn't decay underground.
9: Correct. The only thing that breaks polyurethane down, uh, and that's that's whether it's in your house or underneath your uh, slab, is UV rays. for so four limited period, but. They've been doing testing on this product or these products for years, and uh, very minimal decay. Uh, uh, Nothing breaks down other than UV rays.
2: Yeah, Uh, UV rays. Well, UV rays are just kind of deadly to just about anything. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) I mean, you just put UV rays on something, it's going to just really do it. But. If somebody were like to have a driveway that is kind of uneven, a concrete driveway or a cement driveway, and they were concerned about, and they were thinking maybe it's time I replace the driveway, uh, they should have somebody at your company take a look at it first, shouldn't they? Or at least send you pictures.
9: So the the um, you know. Typically, driveways, especially in central Mississippi, move and shift a lot. Right. Uh, If a driveway has not had the proper control joints or construction joints put in, uh, you know, from conception, driveways tend to break in different places. Um, So if that's the case and you've got some unleveled, Areas or panels that have shifted and raised up, and and have what you know what could be considered a trip hazard, right. or your cars getting the big boom when you go over it. Give us a call. It may not warrant something that needs to be taken out. We could possibly level those joints back out, and more importantly, seal uh, the joints to prevent any more water intrusion and. and
2: yeah, that, water and, and intrusion is, is really a bad thing because it takes, it evaporates. It, I mean, it erodes soil, and it just really creates problems. So the more you can seal it, the better off you are. Um, a, a, a sidebar question here, kind of on the side. Do you believe that, uh, and this is just a thought on my part, do you believe expansion joints on driveways are always put in correctly? Uh, no, never. No, I didn't think so either. I mean, a lot of times it's like guesswork on the contractor's part, and again, not as much thought is put into putting in the driveways as there is to putting in a home, as far as I know.
9: That's right. If you come to the commercial concrete world, you'll see how the engineers expect control joints, construction joints, tool joints. Uh, and there's a reason for that. Right. Any of these man made joints in a concrete bore serve a purpose. It's not just decorative. Oh, wow, my concrete looks like it has panels. Yeah. No, guys, that is for the concrete. That is telling the concrete where to crack. It is giving the concrete a weak point in order to justify where it cracks. So, concrete's going to crack no matter what. I don't care who the, the concrete contractor is. It's going to crack, so give it a place to crack. That is the purpose of a control joint or construction joint, is to allow moot. The benefit of having that and then having a crack that goes in one of those joints is you can seal it. Yes. You can seal it very easily. If it's a tool joint and it cracks, which is what it's designed to do, you can seal over the top of it and won't have any problems.
2: Yeah, my 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 question is why why isn't that not universal knowledge or, or why is it not practiced more and why don't they put joints in the right place because I agree with you they generally don't.
9: Typically, what I see on driveways, uh, you know, residential neighborhoods, driveways, it, the panels are way too large. Yes. Um, to answer your question, buddy, I don't know. Yeah, I
2: don't yeah. know
9: why they don't do it. Uh, you know, typically, unless it's somebody that listens to your show, is not going to know the difference to tell them, tell the contractor, hey, I need joints on 10 by 10 spacing, or I need joints on 8 by 8s or something like that. that right. They're not going to know. Uh, they're more worried about, hey, how thick is the concrete, which is important as well. But Sure. Um, it, it, you know, the average person is not going to know. To uh, question
2: that, yeah, they they'll they'll accept the expansion joints wherever they're put, and they think they're in the exact right place. Um, I found that the concrete association here in Mississippi has a pretty good uh, handle on where the expansion joints should go, and I've used them before to. Uh, put expansion joints in the proper place because they designed the layout for the expansion joints and the thickness and the the PSI of the concrete, Uh, you know, 3,500 pounds per square foot, uh, per square inch, I'm sorry. and, and going to them helped me an awful lot. So if you're a homeowner that's having a house built, you might want to contact them and get some thoughts on the driveway where it's going to be. And, and...
9: Absolutely. Utilize all the different organizations that we have in Mississippi or nationwide. The Concrete Association is a great tool. Yeah. Um, you know, even if you have capabilities to get on the Internet, I mean, yes. there's all kind of stuff that you can read up and, and question the contractor on. uh, I learned a valuable lesson early in life when I worked at Ace Hardware in high school. Go to the source. So call around, call the concrete company. Say, hey, who do you recommend on doing this? Right. Go to the source and get recommendations on the appropriate contractor to use. Ask them questions. Ask the concrete association. Ask the concrete companies. What do they recommend on Joint Station? Um, So there's a lot of tools and resources uh, at your fingertips.
2: Right. It's just a matter of knowing how to use them. And again, as you mentioned, almost everything that you want an answer to is available on the computer today in, in this day and age. Absolutely. I mean, you can you can actually plug into the Concrete Association that way, I'm sure, and many associations as well. So, uh, And again, it gets right down to what I always say. The more the customer knows about how things should be, and I don't care whether it's roofing or siding or, or concrete, the better off they'll be because they can actually see things that aren't per spec. And they can th- see things that are not quite as they should be. So That's right. I believe in, in customer education all the way. But at any rate, back to uh, Bulldog Construction a little bit. Uh, so you guys do a lot of commercial work as well, uh, I mean, for Dot and, and for airports and for all sorts of things.
9: That's right. We, we are uh, primarily commercial. Uh, what we do for the uh, you know homeowner, residential guy, uh, is we bring our commercial knowledge to to you and we offer this polyurethane product or series of products um and it it, we understand concrete i mean that's what i've done my entire life Yeah, that's what my guys have done so it it, it is it is a, a great product to use it's a minimally invasive applied product there's no excavation required typically um you know, if you have driveway problems, this is a great solution to get it repaired. If it is beyond, if it's not beyond repair, right? Uh, but again, I, like Buddy said, text me pictures, call me, ask me questions. I'll be glad to answer them. If it's something that I can, uh, I can't help you with, I'll be glad to steer you in the right direction.
2: Well, now that we've said that, let's get some phone numbers out there where people can text you and and and, and ask you questions.
9: Absolutely. My office line is 601 853 4242. Give me a call. Uh, ask for Trey. Uh, you know, they'll get you in touch with me. Uh, I'll give you my cell phone number. Send me texts uh, with pictures, questions, whatever you'd like. Uh, get the product or problem looked at before you have a, a major problem on your hands.
2: Right. Or before you hire somebody to really take care of the situation because you want to make sure that it's taken care of properly. Again, if you give out that, that office number, what is it?
9: Sure, 601 853 You can find me on the web at BulldogConstructionCompany.com.
2: And they'll take care of any problem that you may have. Uh, what else do we need to know about Bulldog Construction?
9: Uh, look, Right now, we have experienced so much rain this year, so erosion has been a huge problem. This, this polyurethane, these products, They'll, they'll, they're good for pool decks, they're good for driveways, they're good for seawalls. Oh, uh, so if you're experiencing any erosion around your property, please give us a call. Let's see if this, this polyurethane is, is an appropriate fix or solution for your problem.
2: And it very well could be and that 's that 's a good write that number down and take care of those and take care of business it 's six oh one eight five three four two four two that 's bulldog construction, and they can help you more than you know uh, and will point you in the right direction or actually take care of your situation. Trey, I just thank you so much for being a part of what we do here on the Rock and Roll Handyman Show. And and I hope I didn't wake you earlier, did I? No. no. I I called Trey early this morning because I had a question I'd ask him. And I said, "Uh uh-oh, he sounds groggy to me. (laughs) (laughs) But it's Saturday. That's the way way I came in here is groggy. I'm okay now, though. That's right. That's right.
9: Enjoying the weekend.
2: All right, man. Hope you have a great weekend. and Take care of yourself.
9: All right. Appreciate it, buddy. Thanks.
2: Good talk to you. Trey from Bulldog Construction, great to have him on board. And uh, always, always in addition to this program, always has a good uh, statement or comment to it. All right. Uh, Mike from Richland, I'm sorry, Richland, uh said he's having a new roof put on, and the contractor wanted to install eave vents in his soffit and ridge vents on his roof and close up the ventilation uh, the, the louvers that he has on the side of his house. And he wanted my thoughts on that. And he said the builder wants to do this because he's having blistering on the roofing and shingles are backing out. I agree with him totally, uh, 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 Mike, and I think that, yes, ridge vent is definitely a better product than any turbine or anything up there. So as turbines need to be removed, ridge vent needs to be put in place, but the e-vents allow intake, air intake, and that's very necessary. So not only should you put in e-vents, but on on top of that proper vents need to be put in which actually hold the insulation down where the event breathes into the attic letting the air flow in and it, it flows out through the ridge vent and therefore your attic stays cooler and stops this blistering and whatnot from uh, and shingles backing out. Uh, that can very well happen when uh, you have too much heat in the attic so and this is The technology of today says ridge vents are the best way to go, better than power vents, better than turbine vents. And unfortunately, they don't work on every house because some houses have, like, hip roofs with uh, a peak and very little ridge on top uh, and very little ridge on the side. So, therefore, you may look at other options. But if you have room for ridge vent and there's plenty of spaces to put it, it's the best way to go. So, yes, I agree with him totally, Mike, and I, I hope that uh, I've answered your question as far as putting roofing on uh, in as far as, as concerned. The other thing I think that's important with roofing uh, and is the roof totally needs to be stripped right down to the sheathing as much as possible. So, now, you can't take some of the felt off because it's Laminated actually to the sheathing itself, but it needs to be re-nailed and covered over completely with other felt paper, because you've got ten thousand holes in the ridge in the sheathing, and that will protect it. you is to the Rock and Roll Handyman Show right here on Super Talk Mississippi. My name is Buddy. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Don't you go away. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi.
1: Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland
7: com.
0: When the forgotten poor are in need of healing, they wait for a ship unlike any other. Mercy Ships, a floating hospital staffed by volunteers.
1: Heroes of Mercy who donate their time to save lives. Every human has the right to have a place at the table of the human race.
10: If you could just see the smiles that you get when lives have been changed, then it would make it all worth it.
0: To learn more about Heroes of Mercy, go to mercyships.org.
2: again. Mm. Interesting. All right. Listening to Super Talk Mississippi. My name is Buddy Slock, Mississippi's handyman, and we're talking about stuff. All kinds of stuff. Uh, mm, William from I can't read it. From, sorry, William called as <laughs> a text us. Uh, Go ahead, Daniel. Uh, yeah, it's uh, William F. in Cortland. Oh, okay. That's I, I was going to say Cortland, but I, I don't know why I didn't. But at any rate, he was asking about expansion joints uh, and what to explain them more. Expansion joints basically are used in concrete when concrete is poured to so that the concrete, when it cracks, because concrete is, it is going to crack, as Trey had said earlier, regardless of what you do. Concrete is going to crack. There's no way to prevent concrete from not cracking. But that doesn't mean it's going to deteriorate. Uh, It's very important that you put expansion joints, which are actually joints where the concrete is actually like little... Uh like when you put down flooring sometimes, and it's piecemeal. It's all squares of this and squares of that. Well, the concrete is the same way. You shouldn't pour just one consistent slab of concrete because without expansion joints, you'll have cracks running through your concrete that you wish weren't there. Uh, so these expansion joints inside a concrete can determine where it's going to crack and can actually draw a crack to that area. That's really what expansion joints are all about, to make concrete a better product than what it is just poured out just by itself, if the expansion joints are put in the right place. And I guess the unfortunate thing is there's very few people who pour concrete who actually understand where expansion joints are supposed to be they they put them where they think they should go and that's not necessarily where they need to be uh sometimes they need to be a little i was pouring one time a concrete uh it was in a, a commercial building and we were pouring concrete parking lot and a concrete driveway and the question came up where do the expansion joints go i actually asked that question and i did not get a solid answer and that, that time i had matter of fact uh, as a sponsor on the show the concrete association was one of the sponsors on this particular program so i called the concrete association and i said here's what we're doing here are the plans show me where the expansion joints are supposed to go so the concrete association said nah we won't show you. We're going to draw you a plan as to where the concrete should go and where the expansion joints are supposed to be. And if you follow that plan, your cracking will be minimal uh, and, and your concrete will. So that's exactly what we did. We followed, We had them draw a plan for us, which I'm not sure is something they, do. Uh, they did for us at that point in time, or they did for me at that point in time. Um, I don't know. They might they might want to just look at your plan and help you out. Uh, but if, I'm sure that they can help you or point you in the right direction. So that's basically what expansion joints are all about. And I hope that I've addressed that the way that it was asked by uh, William in Cortland. Uh, and that's just the way it goes. And also, we were talking earlier about a song, I think, As Time Goes By, and your father called? Yeah, he
5: texted me. He's like, um... There's another artist who sung that song, which was
2: Dean Martin. Oh, It's all old school music, huh? Yes, sir. It's not stuff I can... Uh, I mean, I know Dean Martin. I've listened. matter of fact, I have a Dean Martin CD. At the I have more than one, probably. Uh, that's from way back when. <laughs> <laughs> Dean Martin from way back when. Yeah, Dean Martin was a good singer Yeah, and sure. actor. And uh, he and Jerry Lewis had quite an act going for a while, too. <laughs>
5: oh, yeah, they did. And then I think the first time I actually saw Dean Martin was uh, in a movie called Cannonball Run with <laughs> yeah. Burt Reynolds yeah. and uh, Dom DeLuise.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, I think there's a picture of him in the studio out here that uh, uh, the owner of the company is... Uh, the. I, I forgot what they called. Four the, Rat yeah, the Rat Pack, was it? Yeah, the Rat Pack. With Frank the, Sinatra, yeah. <laughs>
5: Sammy Davis Jr., and Dean Martin. And I forgot the other guy's name.
2: Oh, now you have to. I would come up with it in a few minutes. Uh, all right, text us with the name of the Rat Pack. <laughs> we got three. We need the fourth. Text us the information. We'll get it on the air. All right, back to talking about stuff around the house and uh, how things are taken care of and how things uh, are made well let's talk about flooring buckling like wooden flooring buckling or or laminate floor why does it buckle well a couple of reasons for sure would be if you're living on a crawl space foundation where you can actually crawl underneath the house it's probably not encapsulated and encapsulation is the latest and the greatest as far as crawl space is concerned, and it is definitely how crawl space should be addressed in this day and age. The old school method of leaving the ground uh, open and having vents in your sidewalls to let air blow through and, and, and supposedly blow all the moisture out, and it doesn't. Um, Well, the old-school method is not what they use anymore. They really believe that encapsulation uh, is the best way to go. And when you encapsulate, you prevent all of the ground moisture from coming up into your floor, and all of the outside moisture from coming into your house. And by doing that, you will prevent your floor from buckling, because most floors buckle because whether it's wood or laminate, it's going to expand and contract. Uh, And if you have a lot of moisture coming into that area, it's going to expand more so than it would usually, and therefore buckle. Now one of the other possibilities, and this is rare, but it does happen, is when flooring of that type is put down, there's supposed to be a margin around the perimeter of the flooring, everywhere around. like half-inch wide or three-eighths of an inch wide for expansion. And that gap where that half-inch is or that three-quarter inch is is supposed to be covered by base and base shoe. Uh, And then the floor can expand under there a little bit, and you never even see it and never even know it. Uh, But if that floor is put right up to the perimeter of the sidewalls and is made tight to the sidewalls, it leaves it no room to expand properly and you will get buckling. Sometimes that can be the case. So, if you live on a slab and your floor is still buckling, that may be the situation at hand. Uh, I don't know. I can't promise that. Again, uh, you need to get somebody professional to look at it. Uh, a lot of flooring people will see a buckling floor and think right away they need to replace the floor, and that's what they want to do because they're in the business of replacing floors. And uh, therefore, rather than correct an existing problem with the correct solution like crawl space uh, encapsulation, which would solve the problem, uh, they'll just put in a new floor. And then in two years, it'll look, buckle again, <laughs> which has happened more than once, believe me. Uh, I know some people that it has happened, too. So uh, again, I I totally think that encapsulation is definitely the way to go, and I know it's new technology to some people, but it's not new technology. It's been around for a while, and again, if you go to your computer and do some research, you can find out why encapsulation is so important. Or you can call my friends out at uh, Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions, and they'll tell you all about it. So uh, that's the way that works. Hey, you listen to the Rock and Roll Handyman show right here on Super Talk, Mississippi. My name is Buddy, your Rock and Roll Handyman. Going to be here at 12 o'clock I'm making all social noise on the radio. You stick with us right here on Super Talk, Mississippi. love is going to save me.
0: Because we hate termites more than you do. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk, Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Barone's Tree Pros. 601 345 8090.
1: Fox News, I'm Karen McHugh. The president says new taxes anticipated under the budget reconciliation bill will not affect most Americans. President Biden's top legislative priorities all hinge on massive new spending. So in order to do that, taxes are going to have to go up, but we now know who's going to have to pay more under the plan that Democrats are proposing. We are going to see that corporate tax rate go up just a little bit from what we've seen previously. We also know that the tax cuts for wealthier Americans, they're going to be rolled back. Those are the ones passed. To the trump era top individual tax rates are going to go up to 39.6 percent from the 37 percent they were now fox's mark meredith republicans say all this will just put americans deeper into debt u.s capitol police taking no chances as they call in help from neighboring departments and the national guard ahead of today's rally in support of those locked up since the january 6th riots that rally expected to begin soon
7: america is listening to fox news
4: I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Mississippi's lone abortion clinic has filed its brief ahead of the Supreme Court's review of Mississippi's 15 week abortion ban. Attorney General Lynn Fitch issued the following response
9: For 50
10: years, abortion policy has been plagued by flawed legal rules that even some of the most ardent abortion supporters have refused to defend. Nothing in constitutional text structure, history, or tradition supports a constitutional right to abortion. Nor is there a sound basis for the current viability guidepost that determines when states can enact limitations on abortion. Today's brief offers no solid arguments in defense of Roe, and the court should overturn this flawed and hopelessly unworkable precedent. It is time to return policymaking to the people, where they can address abortion policy in a way that empowers women,
4: and promotes life. Fitch filed her brief last month and the nation's highest court could begin its review in November. I'm Andy Davis.
6: If you need a contractor to help rebuild your home after a disaster, don't get scammed. Go licensed. Be skeptical about door-to-door offers of repair services. Ask friends and family for recommendations of contractors that they've used. Get at least three bids and never pay in cash. Don't make a bad situation worse. Protect yourself and your family after disaster strikes. Go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. What
0: decisions are being made by state lawmakers, and how will they affect you, your family, and community? If you listen, if you listen, if you listen you'll know. Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at Supertalk.fl.
8: .fl.
6: Hi, I'm Billy Kinder, host of Big Billy Kinder Outdoors here. The show Saturdays at 1, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Turkeys, whitetail, Grenada Lake crappie, or Gulfport redfish. We enjoy it all, especially when you're in camp with us on Super Talk Mississippi.
4: After a close briefing on Afghanistan, Senator Roger Wicker said there are questions that remain unanswered.
8: What is this administration promising to the new terrorist regime, the
2: Taliban, that is now in charge? of the government in Afghanistan? Do they intend to offer quid pro quos in order to get our citizens out, special immigrant visa, allies out, missionaries out of Afghanistan? How does this administration intend to negotiate with this new terrorist government? And how in the world do they think we can go forward on a basis like that?
4: And there are plenty of reasons less than half of Mississippi's population is fully vaccinated. But here's one you may not have considered, lack of internet access.
10: If they didn't have internet in their home, actually getting an appointment to get a vaccine was incredibly difficult and a barrier for many of them getting the vaccine. They, they eventually gave up.
4: M. Kafer is the director of the University of Mississippi Center for Population Studies. I'm Andy Davis.
3: Ready, hit, hop, hop. Monster oh. Jackson is second the competition with an all out savings blitz. <laughs> You'll feel like you just scored a touchdown with the savings we're offering on every new and pre-owned Monster in stock. Get 0% financing for 36 months on all new Monsters. That's 0% on every new Monster in stock. Plus, get your first year of oil changes on us with every new Monster purchase. There will be no false starts when it comes to your credit approval. Our team of credit specialists are here to get you approved. No matter your past credit history, 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Have a trade-in, bring it in, and we'll give you top dollar for it. Even if you don't buy a vehicle. From us, And buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty. So come in today, because we're blitzing the competition and saving you big at Mazda of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our own new state of VR facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. Mazdaofjackson.com. With group rails, our mobile you for details.
2: What is it? This true force has never been fully understood. Say, what is this? It boils down to two simple words. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. New
1: England, clam, sugar.
3: That's what I'm talking about. All right, let's keep rocking and rolling. Wonderful. Couldn't have said it better myself. It's
4: rock and roll, brother, and we're rocking tonight. Let me hear it. Whoa!
2: Back again, Handyman show right here at Super Talk, Mississippi. Got a bunch of answers on the Rat Pack question. <laughs> I mean, no, we're not the Rat Pack here at Super Talk, even though we act like it sometimes. But uh, I-, I wish. The, uh, w- from Golfport, uh, Joe in Golfport said the Rat Pack is it was Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, Sammy Davis Jr., Joey Bishop, and he said Peter Lawrence, but I've heard other people say it's Peter Lawford. Uh, so uh, I'm questioning one or the other because I really don't know the answer to that question. But Peter Lawford is probably who it was. Uh, but if if I'm wrong, tell me, <laughs> text and let us know. Curious about that uh, trivia, if you will, on the handyman show this morning. Um, that's what happens. All right. The homes today are built with interior doors that are generally speaking hollow core masonite doors. Uh, and they have a lot of many, many different patterns. Everything from a six panel to a four panel to a two panel to a, to a no panel. Uh, and they can be smooth or they can be textured to look like they have a wood pattern to them. And they're available in both ways. Here's what I've found a lot of bathrooms and closets when you close those doors. On the back of them, it would be really super nice to have hooks to hang bathrobes or towels on, and because they're hollow core, hanging something up there can be mm, tedious at best. Uh, I many years ago have found that what I did was took a piece of three and a quarter round edge base molding which is, it sounds like it's really round, but it's really not, it just has eased edges on the top and on the bottom. And I took about a maybe a a less than two foot long piece, maybe an 18 inch piece, and sanded it very smooth, and painted it the same color as the door. And then, before I mounted this on the rail right below my I have six panel doors. I always have six. I've always had six panel doors in my houses. Right below that rail, I would mount it. And how I would mount it was one. I'd use construction adhesive on the back of it to totally hold it in place, a uh, real bond it, and then I'd use six screws, which would match the hardware. Mine happened to be, at, the, at that time, uh, bronze, so I used, uh, I mean brass, some bright brass, so I used bright brass screws. Um, and then on that particular board, I mounted three different type hooks. You can get all sorts of hooks. And the hooks I mounted on that board They've stayed forever and will stay forever, so I think that's a great way to address a problem in closets and in bathrooms where you need hooks on the inside of your door to hang stuff on, uh, like bathrobes and towels and um, you know closets. I won't tell you what's hanging on the back of my closet door <laughs> because it's a, it's a, uh, it's a cluster. <laughs> it's a lot of stuff. But on my bathroom doors, I keep them relatively neat with one towel and maybe. Well, I don't use a bathrobe, so I don't have bathrobes up there. But at any rate, that's what they're used for, and I think that's a good way to go about doing that. Again, three quarter, a uh, three and a quarter inch round edge base. Uh, Painted the same color as the door, and the edges need to be painted as well. The edges need to be smoothed out with sandpaper, and then construction adhesive glue on the back or adhesive on the back, and then screwed up at the same time, and let that set for 24 hours before you hang hooks on it. And then you can screw hooks right into this wood. Work wonderfully. Work great for you. I hope that's something that uh, people end up doing. Uh, it really is the answer to how do you put hooks on the back of a hollow core door. Well, that works, and that works really well. Give it a try. Well, I, I don't know if I should bring this up or not, but I, I, I don't mean to give anybody uh, trouble with the situation, but I believe that a lot of problems that are created in homes are created by improper installation of practically anything. Whether it be roofing, whether it be house wrap, whether it be flooring, whether it be plumbing, whether it be a heating and air system, I mean, you really have to have your ducks in a row and install those properly in order to get the proper usage out of them and then have them maintained. Uh, But proper installation is so, so important and in this day and age it seems like there are less and less of people that are knowledgeable about proper installation of a particular product and they will put it in any way they think it needs to go and which many times can be wrong so it's right back to what i started when i when i began this program i believe the and more educated that the homeowner is as to how a product is to be installed, the better off they are. So yes, do they need to watch something being installed? Absolutely, and they need to be knowledgeable about how that product should be installed. Uh, And I mean, what I mean by improper installation is like putting cabinets up with nails does not seem to me like the thing to do. <laughs> I don't think it is. Cabinets should be screwed to the wall and into a stud. Each cabinet needs to at least hit a stud. Cabinets have mounting rails on them where they're supposed to be having a screw go through them and into a stud. And pretty much if you do that and plus join the face of the cabinets together, you'll have a very good cabinet installation done properly. Uh, so there's a, there's a proper way to do things, and then there's the incorrect way to do things. And many items that are installed in the home are done improperly. One of the biggest offenders, I think, is roofing. I think roofing is installed by a lot of people that really don't take the proper steps to ensure that a that a roof will perform as well as the manufacturer had determined that it should. Uh, And that means the proper amount of nails. That means uh, felt paper all around, the proper type of felt paper all around. Uh, Whether it's a new roof or whether it's a remodel roof, uh, proper installation is so very important in roof shingles to get the the use out of them that the manufacturer says that you will. And that's not done correctly. Unfortunately, your warranty is void because of the installation on many products, on many products. Uh, You can have a great heating and air system with a great manufacturer and and have, have spent more for it to get that better product. But if it's installed incorrectly, then it's not going to perform the way it should. And what I mean by that is like, like if the ductwork isn't sealed properly, or if after the ductwork has been put in, if some contractor up there or sub, some co- subcontractor up there putting in telephone lines or whatever, security lines or whatever it may be, may have stepped on one of the ducts and actually created a space in or cracked one of the joints uh, that was sealed with mastic and created a leak in the ductwork. Well, one leak in ductwork can create an awful lot of loss of heating and air. So, proper installation on any product, as far as I'm concerned, is really, really uh, important. Uh, and. Anything that's not done right needs to be redone again and done properly and done totally. Uh, And that includes doors and windows. They need to be put in correctly. And I don't believe that doors and windows are to be mounted by their casing only. And that's how a lot of doors and windows are mounted, by just their casing. Doors and windows are meant to be mounted properly into a home uh, and, and made to stay there and they that's done by going through the jam of the door and window into a stud and you may need shims to do this to get through it properly because of the sp- if you use a wooden window there's a, a a door a window frame around that but that window frame goes in a space that you know if your window frame is 36 on the outside is 36 by 36 Let's just say for instance your opening for that wooden window is going to be larger than that by a number of inches and there'll be a space there Well, that space needs to be filled with shims and a screw goes through the frame of the door the frame of the window through the shims and into a stud on 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 all sides of the window, and that will help the window stay in place. And then, yes, it's okay to mount it at that point in time with the uh, casing as well. So, yes, the casing mounting is like a secondary, uh, but mounting it correctly is really the way it should be done to begin with. So, uh, improper installation creates headaches throughout the industry and a lot of problems throughout the industry. Even the less expensive product can work properly if it's put in properly. But if it's not put in properly, you just run into trouble. That's what you do. For sure you will. And that's what I have to say about that. Hey, let me tell you a little bit about Atlas Foundation, one of the better foundation companies around. You talk about wanting your foundation fixed. Well, you call ATLAS at 800-256-1010, and Tony Orpino will make sure that your foundation is taken care of the way it should be taken care of, whether you're dealing with a commercial building, a church, your work building, your home, whatever. He, his, his system is so good, and he understands the soil throughout Mississippi. He's a physical engineer, and he totally understands how foundations are supposed to be. And he does believe that putting more concrete under a foundation to actually bring it up to level is like a band-aid fix because sooner or later the concrete that you put under there is going to sink like your foundation did. Uh, and you call Tony Orpino to find out the whole story, uh, and he'll be happy to explain to you his system and how it works and what they w- want to do to help you out. And they can do that every day. Atlas Foundation, 800-256. 1010 you give them a call and you find out the Right way to get your foundation taken care of Atlas Foundation good company really good company been with us a long time and enjoy having them around all right Well, let's see i gonna patch some holes in some sheetrock tomorrow because I promised I promised a, a relative <laughs> that I would do that. Uh, And fortunately, they're little holes. So what I'm going to do is probably go buy a big box home center, um, because I know they're going to be open on Sunday, or I may actually go this afternoon and go to Revel and pick up what I need. Uh, But at any rate, there are a number of different types of sheetrock patches available that can actually patch small holes, and sheetrock can do a very good job. Now, if you go to a larger hole in sheetrock, it probably needs to be patched with a sheetrock patch and replaced the old-school way, which I recommend and I'll tell you all about in just a minute. But sheetrock patches of today are really self-adhesive, uh, they, they just cover over a hole on the wall and can be taken care of very easily that way by by creating or saving a a, a large patch. But a larger patch, you'd have to actually take a patch of sheetrock, which is a little bigger than your hole, and have that patch ready, put it on top of the hole, and trace it. And once you trace it, you need to also mark it at the top so you know which side is top and which side is bottom. Um, then you take the existing hole in the sheetrock, which has this weird tracing around it, and cut out the tracing by itself. Therefore, your patch is then sized to your hole. And it works really well. Now, sheetrock must be mounted with backing behind it. So the best backing to use is like plywood because it doesn't split. The best way to do that is let's say you have a six-inch hole, six-inch wide hole in your sheetrock. Use like a eight, ten-inch piece of of, of plywood, three-quarter inch plywood works great, half-inch plywood works great. Uh, A thin strip is fine, and you can put it at the top and the bottom on the edges, or you can just put it in the middle. And the way you'd mount that is you'd stick this inside the hole, pull it up towards the back of the sheetrock, and then side screw it from the sides, screw right in through the sheetrock into the board, pulling the board right up tight to the back of the sheetrock. Do the same on the other side, and then your patch. Just butter the edges a little bit with some joint compound. Put it in place, screw it to the uh, board that you just mounted back there, and let that dry for a little bit. Next thing you know, a little bit, 24 hours. Uh, next thing is uh, just tape it and, and, and float it. And uh, and sand it smooth, because paint doesn't cover anything. But if you sand it smooth, it will work. For, and I've done this before with larger patches, uh, particularly... You know, you talk about holes in garage walls that are made out of sheetrock where people drive their car into them because they don't have the... uh, Well, because they don't stop their car on time. Let's just put it that way. Because they don't stop their car on time. They punch a hole in the sheetrock. Well, that's easy to replace. It really is. All you need to do is get a piece of scrap sheetrock somewhere and cut out your patch and get going. And a lot of times, a lot of these patches are over 24 inches wide, and they can actually fit on studs pretty well. So you won't need the mounting board in back if you use the studs to mount that sheetrock patch on. That works well, too. So give that a try. Um, But that's basically, sheetrock patches of today are so much better than what they used to be years ago and can really help you a great deal in working that out. And you know what? I didn't plan a music segment today, and I don't know where that went. How did that get by I me? Mean, it's your fault, Daniel. I was in my fault. Yeah, I, I don't know. I can't, there's nobody else in here to blame.
5: Oh, <laughs> well, that is true. But uh, we could probably think of something for the next segment or
2: the next one or something. Yeah, we better. At any rate, we usually do a, a music segment where we talk about music sometimes. But uh, somehow today, I just I didn't think of it. But we we may pass it by today and bring it up next week and let it, let it just be one of those where.
5: That or we probably talked about the little bit of the music segment in the previous because uh, we were talking about the Rat Pack and a song and all that. I got an idea. Let's let's just
2: say that was our music segment. <laughs> all right, we'll do that. <laughs> all right, all right. So we did a music segment today, talking about the Rat Pack and all that kind of stuff. Uh, well, it's sort of an entertainment music segment, if you will. Rock and Roll Handyman Show, right here in Super Talk Mississippi, and uh, we've got coming up next. We've got less battles from. Uh, uh, generator technology and, uh, and Generac technology, and Generac is what they use a lot. And they use also a, uh, a Cummings, and they do a great job. We'll talk about generators in just a few minutes with Les. So stick with us right here, Buddy Slowick, your handyman on Super Talk Mississippi.
7: The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at Fourth Goal Sports Cafe, the Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283.
4: Have you wanted to speak a new language but thought it'd be too difficult or take too much time? Then try Babbel. In just 15 minutes a day, Babbel teaches you conversations that you will actually use. With 14 languages and lesson topics like travel, business, relationships, and more, you'll learn what matters most to you. Babbel, language for life. Learn a new language with ease. Go to babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com.
7: Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Barone's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Barone's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Barone's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Barone's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at Barone'sTreePros.com. that's Barone'sTreePros.com.
6: Today on Hey Culligan, sustainability and better water, here's Sam.
4: Hey Culligan, I'm really into sustainability. My clothes, my utensils, my food. But how do I get more sustainability from my water?
6: Super question, Sam, and the answer is an always-on drinking water system from Culligan, which helps eliminate the equivalent of 15 billion single-use plastic bottles a year. Whoa, that's a ton
10: of sustainability.
6: 416,000 tons, Sam, and we're already on the way. Let us help you out with a free in-home water test with the local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com.
2: Come. Ooh, look out. Viral handyman show right here at Superdog Mississippi. Quick note on the uh, song I was thinking of, As Time Goes By. Well, somebody text in a, a, a note that's saying, that's the first l- lyric line in the song Color My World by Chicago. Uh, As time goes by. And that's probably what I was thinking of, and I thank you for that, because that is where my mind was. Uh it's not the title of the song, but it is the first part of the lyric all right color my world Les battles is with us from uh, Generator technology good morning. Les. how are you to say? Oh
11: doing good, buddy
2: great to have you on board it Really is uh, let's talk a little bit about generator technology. You guys install generators uh, and uh, The proper way and make sure there's no problems with them whatsoever once they're installed And then there's of course maintenance involved, but but Tell us a little bit about generator technology and how you, why you guys are are in business and what you do.
11: Sure. Well, we are uh, uh, we sell, install, and service standby generator systems for both your home <laughs> and uh, business. Uh, our primary uh, line is Generac, but we also have Cummins available, and we're bringing Kohler on. We hope to have them on board by before the end of the year, uh, so we're going to be able to offer. Uh, whichever manufacturer the uh, the customers uh, uh, looking for. Right. Uh, in most cases, we do a turnkey install. If it's natural gas, we're going to give you um, um, the price is, is going to be one hundred percent. If you have LP gas, they will work. We'll have to work with whoever your your provider is on your propane to get the gas line over. But otherwise, uh, again, pricing is going to include everything that's needed to be done. Yeah. Um, so you can give us a call at any time 601-862-3419 you can set up a, a free a no obligation home assessment or business assessment we'll come one of our salesmen will come out assess your needs si- properly size the generator determine the logistics of the installation and get you some pricing
2: yeah that's it's i mean generators are nowadays are so important because it just seems like more and more we are having events that that Costs us the electricity that's coming to sure. our home, and we're losing power. And we're losing in losing power is like, I mean, you could be losing all the food in your freezer. You could be losing just so much. Uh, I and mean,
11: just look at the events of the last few weeks. Yeah. Uh, even uh, with the hurricanes, uh, Ida, Nicholas, uh, earlier this year, the ice storm—you know—major disrupt uh, 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 disruption of power there uh, for a good good portion of the you know the south right and uh and you know every every major weather event it's always the same and it and these things just seem to be happening a lot more
2: yeah it does seem like more and more weather events happen nowadays and that is also uh paired with the fact that our electrical grid system in the united states is really not really up to date
11: no we're we, we react not you know they're not proactive about our grid.
2: So we've got That's to find a lot of
11: updating. They just keep patching it back to <laughs>
2: together. <laughs> Mend and patch. Um, but that makes what way way you areas, do
11: connected now with our, you know, with the internet and your your cell phones and, yeah. and and your laptops and everything like that. Those batteries are only going to last so long. That's and true. if you're without power, it's not going to take long before you're without everything.
2: But but what you do for a living is actually a way to, to bridge this gap in the electro, electrical power grid system, which can create problems many times uh, with all the weather changes that are going on in the world right now, and all the fire and whatnot. Uh, what, uh, how do you feel about uh, flooding and generators, and, and, and do you deal with that at all?
11: Well, we have some, yes. Uh, sometimes when we're trying to put a generator in, we have to elevate it. So that can be done if we need to, if we're in a, in a flood zone, uh, a known flood zone or a known flood area. Not that we've installed a lot on the coast, but I know for a fact, because I see on one when, when down there, that a lot of those, just because just like the building codes now, where yes. I think they're 16 feet off the ground. Right. A lot of those generators are right there. Those generators are being placed right there beside them at that height. Wow. Uh, to, to be out. So, But we here locally, uh, in some areas, we can, we sometimes have to place them anywhere from 18 inches to 48 inches, maybe above, uh, you know, ground level. Right. And we can, well, we, there, there, there are stands, uh, you know, purpose built stands for the, uh, for the air cool units, especially. Sure. Um, for, for for that purpose. Uh, so if that's if that's something that needs to be taken into account, we can we can we can work with you and we can get it done.
2: So in other words, when you go to a job and look at it, you'll will, you'll will take in all the considerations, including whether it's a flood zone, whether they've had the floods before, or just and and all of their needs as well.
11: Yes. That's part of the assessment. Absolutely.
2: So it's worth it's worth you folks to get on the phone and make a call to Les Battles and find out what's going on before you go ahead and go to the big box home center and buy a generator and just install it yourself. Because uh, you There's may a lot not to
11: the installation to, to to ensure that it's proper. And unfortunately, because of 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 installs that are not proper a lot of times some of the bad press that you read about standbys whether it's generac or or, Kohler or or another brand when you really dig into it what you're finding out is it was never installed properly there's a there's there's a lot to installing them properly it's not just as simple as uh, you know they don't just plug in That's right not how they work right and there, there's a lot about the gas pressure that you have to take into account the sizing of the generator what you're trying to run you know, there. So you find out a lot of times when you really dig into complaints, uh, the generator is undersized. The generator was never installed properly. It doesn't have proper gas pressure, so it can't recover properly. I mean, a multitude of things like that, So that's we, all of that is is part of our our prep when we give you a you know when we put together your your assessment.
2: Well, I, Les, I think you just uh, underlined what I said earlier, where any product that's put in your home that's not put in by the manufacturer's standards and uh or improper installation is going to create the problem it may not be the product itself it may be the installation of
11: yeah, absolutely and that's, and we we find that a lot when we go behind third-party installs that folks think they've got an issue with the generator itself think it's a warranty call when they contact us um, and we get out there, and we find, uh, you know, unfortunately, this is not a warranty issue. Is you have got it. an installation
2: issue. Right, yeah, which is improper installation. Again, it's, it's so important in almost everything we do, but, but particularly important in what you guys do. Uh, but Absolutely. also, I think one of the most important things that we need to get out, and I think most people know this by now, but it still needs to be said that no generator should be put in closed space in a living area
11: no and absolutely there's codes mm-hmm. about where we place how we put the placement of the generator how close it can be to doors windows um uh, vents um you know all of that and that of course is, is is one thing when you when you as you said earlier when you work through us this is 100 percent guaranteed yeah we're going to install it correctly and if we have an issue we're going to come back and make it right if if Somehow we make a mistake, something goes wrong, we're going to make it right.
2: Well, we unfortunately are humans, and we're going to make mistakes. (laughs) I mean, we do, I do, you do, and it just happens. And sometimes something isn't quite correct. But I am of the belief, and I believe you are too, that if there's a mistake in anything that you've done, you should not put it on the back burner and say, I'll get to it after a while. It's the first thing you need to take care of. Absolutely. Uh, I Absolutely. Mean,
11: As you said, we're all human. Things do happen. We right. can't be 100% perfect, but we are going to make it right for you.
2: Right. But we're going to try to be 100% perfect, that doesn't mean we will. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but we, because because of the fact that we are just humans. <laughs> and that's all there is to it. Yeah. But at any rate, I think generator technology is a good thing. Do you see a, a future where there will be more and more, or is it happening now where more and more generators are being used?
11: It, it, it's happening right now. We're in the midst of a just unprecedented demand for generators. People are people are waking up to them. You know, a few because I've been dealing with with standby generators for close to fifteen years, right? And I have seen it the last few years just explode. Um, and, and, and still, remember, only about five percent of all homes have a standby generator. Wow! So, and and so people have to understand that the. the, the the market's exploding. All manufacturers, the demand for them is just off the charts. And unfortunately, as you, as everybody's well aware of, our supply chain is, is struggling right now, and it's, it's affecting everything.
2: So is, that, is it affecting uh, lead times on getting installations?
11: Absolutely, and we just have to ask people to be patient. Uh, unfortunately, if you want a generator, it, it, you're... I, if you if you want to stand by generator, you just have to understand you're going to have to you're going to have to place your name in the in and get in line, and it's just that it's just the way it is today. And I just don't know when it's going to change. I haven't you know when it first started a couple of, almost two years ago, who would have thought that by this time we would still be facing? And it's even these these lead times are even more pronounced than they
2: used to be. I'm finding that true in more industries than just in, in, in almost every industry, and and particularly in home building and, and, and lumber and windows and doors and, and all of the products that go into some home.
11: Our, some of our customers are in the you know, obviously well, our, our customers are... are other tradesmen, other, and they, you know, they, they, when we tell them it's going to be, they like, hey, I understand. We've got the same issues,
2: you know. Yeah, that's the only way we can deal with it. We've got to say, well, that's the way it is, folks. And that's, you know, we've, we've got to jump in line. But the sooner you get in line, the, the quicker you'll get serviced. And, uh, sure. That's that's just the way it goes. I mean, it, it's because there's a lead time and a, and a good wait to get a product. Any product doesn't mean you should wait until it's available. No. Because uh, by the time it's available, there would be a hundred pe- other people in front of you.
11: It it, it I absolutely. I mean, uh, you can delay your decision uh, just a few days, and you you're, there's you're liable to move back in the you know
2: the way spot. Sure.
11: Uh, but because you can imagine, like Ida, yeah, I mean, and then Nicholas both, but especially Ida, you can imagine the how the, um, I many the phone calls we started. I mean, the Louisiana phone calls. We even got, we were even getting calls from New York.
2: Wow, um, yeah, power was out everywhere. That caused a lot of power outages across the country. Ida did, and,
11: and well, not only that, but what was going on in Louisiana. And you talked about it earlier, service, uh, people were needing service, and, and they were, you know, most of those, a lot of those local dealers, unfortunately, were were in the same boat as they were because, you know, their power was out, mm-hmm. I mean, or they were unable to, you know, get out.
2: So. Something I've never asked you. Fortunately,
11: but... we were able to help a lot of folks over the phone.
2: Well, that's that's good. That's, that's nothing but a good thing. And give us that phone number where we can get, get an answer to some questions.
11: Sure, uh, 601-862-3419. Or you can visit us, uh, our, our, our website is just generator-tc.com. Uh, a lot of information there. And also, if you're interested in financing, there's the tab there. You can, you can go on and if you want to uh, look into financing, uh, you can, uh, apply. You can go ahead and get pre-approved before we ever come out. Wow. Something that you're looking for,
2: yeah, because cause some people need that, and this is is a very he- useful thing to have.
11: And we get obviously we we do have a you know our our office and warehouse is in Gluckstadt there on uh, twenty one eighty seven Highway fifty one. There's a couple of uh, buildings up from Divinity Rental. Yeah, a lot of folks just come by the office and set up appointments that way too. So so yeah,
2: go by the office. We're, and somebody's see always happens.
11: there. We're happy to take your information and and, and get you scheduled that way.
2: Everything's in Gluckstadt today. <laughs>
11: yeah, we're about to be at, uh, sometime soon. It'll we will actually our uh, our address will change to a Gluckstadt address. To a
2: Gluckstadt. It won't be Brendan anymore. Or oh, I mean, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Madison anymore. Madison anymore. Uh, it could, no. It's, it's yeah, changing. It's
11: and that's one thing I like to explain to folks when I tell them, you know, we do have a Madison address. Uh, but if you're looking for us, we're in Glucks. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. and and then you well, say, up, go, go figure. You're <laughs> <figure. laughs> looking for 2187, and then, then suddenly they're out of out of the city limits, and they don't know. You no, know, you have to keep going a little
2: further north. <laughs> find That's it. a strange situation, right there. Um, a question, and this is just I'm throwing this out. Just you can answer how you think. Uh, do you guys do commercial work as well, or you just do uh, uh, residential work?
11: no no we do we do commercial work as well as a matter of fact uh yesterday we just installed a a pretty good size uh generator on a on a uh, medical facility Wow! so absolutely a clinic uh so yes we we businesses convenience stores uh veterinarian offices kennels i mean we've we've all of those are are are, um, some of our customers.
2: Yeah. Oh, a medical clinic would need it desperately. I would think it would be. and It's so important to they're they're able to help people. they're not able to help people, if they don't have power. That's for sure.
11: The Doctors' offices. I mean, we've done them all. Yeah. So no. All uh, right. Yeah. Well, Whatever your need is, we can we can uh, we can take care of it. If you're looking for standby generator
2: systems. Less battles with generator technology. Phone number one more time, Les.
11: 601 862
2: 3419. We thank you for the time you spent with us on the Handyman Show and, te- and telling people about generators. And uh, thank you very much. Hope you have a great weekend.
11: Thank you, buddy. You too.
2: Okay, take care. Handyman Show right here at Super Talk, Mississippi, here until lunchtime. Another segment coming up, and then we're out of here. So stay tuned. We're talking to you on Super Talk, Mississippi. Yes!
1: i love it catfish is excellent for a flipping good time come down to cock of the walk are you having sewer and drain problems call the experts roto-rooter since 1934
6: roto-rooter plumbing has been fixing small home disasters mention this ad for 25 dollars off any service call roto-rooter 601-353-3333 that's 601-353-3333
7: Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name and a wink on trebles down the drain Roto-Rooter
10: Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events but thanks to Two Men and a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men In A Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomininatruck.com for a free, no obligation estimate.
2: Man, show right here, Super Talk Mississippi. My name is Buddy Slowik, and uh, that's S-L-O-W-I-K for those of you who are wondering, including all the staff here at Super Talk who d- puts my spelling wrong on many, many of the things they put up, but they've got it right today. Yes, you've got it right, Daniel. Don't worry about it. <laughs> You're okay. Uh, text machine. Text came in. Somebody looking for in uh, Indianola. Uh, they said they having trouble finding. Uh, uh, TSP, trisodium phosphate. TSP can be had at most hardware stores, but a lot of times you has to have to ask for it because they don't sell much of it and they don't know much about it. But uh, And it also can be found at most paint stores because um, uh, most paint stores have it in stock. Uh, any paint dealer should know what. L, uh, 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 TSP is, uh, Trisodium Phosphate. It's a great cleaner, all-purpose cleaner, and it works extremely well. And if they don't have it, they should get it for you and keep it in stock. And it's available in many, many different sizes. And, yeah, there are some brand names. I don't particularly know them. I always just go ask for L... uh, TSP and I generally can find what I want um, I will admit that I've been to a smaller Merchanteel down in uh, rural Mississippi where they only had a large Huge box of TSP and they had one that was like 10 years old left in stock that they hadn't sold and that's all they knew about it And I did have to ask I could not find it. So uh In a smaller market, you may have to have them get that in, but it's a a good product. The other thing they asked about was a lubricant other than uh, WD-40. WD-40 is a very, very light lubricant. It's more of a cleaner than it is a lubricant. And a better lubricant for locks and for just about anything is a product called LPS-1. LPS-1 comes in a spray, just like WD-40 does, comes in a spray bottle, spray can, and you spray it on, and it g- works great on any type of lock or anything at all. It's a great lubricant for that kind of thing, and LPS-1 is also, it It will uh, get rid of all the water that's surrounded any particular item, and also lubricate it as well. So LPS-1 is a great uh, lubricant as far as that is concerned, so I hope I've answered your questions about LPS one and TSP all right Uh, because I have both at home and I I like them I I really think they're great and uh, that's just you know that's just the way it is I've talked a lot before about uh, LED lighting uh, and uh, how I really believe LED lighting can make a great difference in your energy efficiency of your home and LD. LED lighting has come a long way since its inception, whereas before it was only available in a bright white color that was very unnatural, where nowadays it's available in natural light, and it's available like an incandescent bulb, or it's available in colored lights, and it's also available in decorative lights, which can look very, very nice. As uh, a matter of fact, a lot of restaurants are starting to use LED lighting. When it first came started a, a number of years ago, um I was working with somebody who was building uh, uh had a lot to do with sonic restaurants and was building some sonic restaurants and we looked at this again this was a decade ago or or more we were looking at putting every everything in there led as opposed to incandescent and at that point in time because led lighting was relatively new it was somewhat expensive But nowadays, you see it being used a lot more in restaurants and all around because it is such a good way to go. And they're making it so much better today than what they ever did before. LED lighting. Matter of fact, almost every bulb in my house is LED. Uh, I think LED is definitely uh, a good way to light up your house. And it's important to have proper lighting everywhere, whether it's ambient lighting or whether it's just Task lighting, you need you need it, but keep in mind when you buy LED lighting, look on the package and see if it's dimmable or not. Whether it can be used on a rheostat, because there are some LED lighting, mostly now they're imports, uh, LED lighting that don't that uh, don't work properly when they're put on a uh, rheostat. But most of the bulbs that are made stateside or made by a brand name manufacturer today are uh, Able to be put on a rheostat and a a dimmer and work properly So if you've got rheostats or dimmers in your home, which I do in my house in a lot of places You need to make sure that the LED lighting is compatible to that or uh, You'll just be wasting your money, and there's no sense in doing that We do that enough uh, with uh, enough in our lives, don't we? Yeah, everybody out there shaking. Yeah, 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 we do Um, a Lot of questions lately about asbestos siding Um, And many years ago asbestos siding was like state-of-the-art That was what they were using and they used on a lot of homes and there's still a lot of homes with asbestos siding on them well a question was asked last week about removing asbestos siding or replacing it with something else. That can be terribly cost prohibitive. Uh, removing asbestos siding means a crew needs to come in with hazmat suits and uh, they also need to dispose of it properly in the proper uh, recommended procedure just not dumping it in a waste dump because that's it is, it is asbestos so it's better to just leave it alone and paint it and if you're going to cover it it's okay cover it with a vinyl siding or cover it with whatever kind of you expect to you want to cover it with but Do not remove it, and do not sand it, and do not shake it, because it will create uh, asbestos dust, which we need to avoid at all costs. It doesn't hurt anything being on your house as a siding. It does not create an asbestos-hazardous area in your living space, because your house is sided with asbestos siding. It still is a good siding. but. It, it should not be moved, and it should not be, in other words, if you've got to cut out an area to install a window, that's hazardous, because you're going to create asbestos dust, and you don't want to do that at any cost. So, asbestos siding, yeah. Is it a good siding? Yes. Is it used anymore today? No, because asbestos has been uh, kind of outlawed in the industry as being something we shouldn't use, so... That's that. I hope that answers the questions on asbestos siding a little bit. Um, and it's uh, it's okay to caulk it. It's okay to paint it, but don't remove it. Okay, as home values increase, and they are increasing, believe me. And flooding increases, and it does seem to be want to be increasing, fires and floods and earthquakes. We'll see more and more of that insurance rates are going to increase as well. In other words, your home may be insured for a certain amount of money, but all of a sudden the value of your home has gone up so dramatically that your insurance is no longer covering the cost of your house to get it replaced. So your insurance has got to go up in order to to do that. And when they increase insurance, generally what they want to do to help you a little bit is increase the deductible and the deductible right now can get really high on some insurance policies if you're not careful so just do due diligence and checking all that out and talking to your insurance agent they will help you a great deal in knowing which way to go hey you've been listening to the rock and roll handyman show we do this every saturday from ten to twelve right here on Super Talk mississippi my name is buddy slowick gonna be here for a Forever. <laughs> Talking on Super Talk Mississippi. Be back next week. Rock and roll, handyman show right here on Super Talk Mississippi.
1: Y'all. Bye-bye.
3: Get ready for the Mighty Roots Music Festival, October 1st and 2nd, on historic Stovall Farms in Clarksdale, Mississippi, presented by Wade Incorporated. Musical appearances by Deer Tick, Keller Williams, Mystic Bowie's Talking Dreads, Radney Foster, and more. Campsites available, food trucks, vendors, and late-night music till 2 a.m. For tickets and more information, MightyRootsMusicFestival.com. Sponsored by Visit Mississippi and Visit Clarksdale. Come on and make your plans to spend the weekend with us at Mighty Roots Music Festival. Super Talk. Nobody
0: keeps Mississippi informed like we do. With 12 stations covering all 82 counties. If it happens in your state, we're on top of it. The news, the weather, the sports, and the talk that's important to you. The issues that matter to you, your family, and your bank account. It's all right here. And when you're away from home, depend on the Supertalk app and Supertalk.fm to stay in the know. We're proud to serve our fellow Mississippians. Supertalk Mississippi.
3: This is Home
7: Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree? Need furniture or bedding now? The pandemic caused a big slowdown in production and shipping, so the wait can be longer than you'd like. Fortunately, Miss Skelly's has preferred status with our vendors, so despite some delays, we actually have a lot in stock and ready to go. Check out what's available now at misskelly's.com. The selection is growing, so if you don't see what you want, check again, then order online or come into one of our showrooms. That perfect piece may be in stock and ready to go at Miss Skelly's.